What's up, football-loving maniacs? Time for another edition of Three Honest Lads. No, do not adjust your dials. You are in the right month. You are in the right time of year. But we've got some special news for you coming out of... And you know what? Every time I say this, I get flack from that other club. Very close, but I'm going to say it anyway. The oldest club in the United States. I don't care what Richmond says. The Charleston Battery. Up the battery. CB93. We've got the new head coach, Connor Casey, joining us. Without further ado, I'm getting out of the way. Sir, do we go by Connor, Mr. Casey, gaffer, manager? What do we call you? Yeah, Connor's great. That's Connor's that'll great. Work for me. I'll tell you what, that's one, that is one incredible intro. <laughs> I feel like we might need to get you on the the announcers at the stadium to get the get the crowd going here. The PA. The PA can't can't afford me. Bro. Oh <laughs> the voice. I'm here for it then, man. Uh yeah, sugar rush, you know. Nice little uh, <laughs> nice little nice little cup of sugar, help some medicine go down. So let's start here. Uh Beautiful playing career. Everybody knows that. If you've lived under a rock for the past two decades, get out from underneath it. They have this thing called the internet now. Go Google Connor Casey. You can figure out what he's done in his life. Magical things. You take over as interim for the Rapids. You basically spent a year off of sorts. We'll get to that in a second. You end up with a Charleston battery. We just picked the brain of the front offices on SiriusXM for USL All Access last week at the USL Winter Summit. How, my friend, did you end up with this club? Oh, it was, you know, it happened in some ways very quickly. Um, once I was introduced to the club and to the ownership group and to Rob, um, you know, I've been, I've been looking for the right situation for well, maybe six months to a year now where, you know, as you said, I took them some time off. I've taken some time off and um, to regroup and, and prepare. And, you know, this opportunity came about to, to interview in the USL and I didn't necessarily have extensive knowledge of the USL. Um, I know it as a as a good league, a growing league for both players and coaches. And you know, with America, the way that the league's going now, and the MLS, and the amount of players that are there, I think it's going to become a more and more important league for for both development and for players that want to play at a high level and stay in America and maybe can't quite make that jump to MLS. So, you know, going into the, with all that in mind, meeting with the ownership, uh, I was really just blown away. To be honest, it was. Um, you know, his vision is passion for the club. He really cares about the community and he's been patient. You know, he, he's, he's tried to build up the club on some, in some areas first before he um, addressed kind of the soccer side of things. And I think it's just a great opportunity. It's a club that's hungry. It's a club that has history and you know, in the USL, you're able to, in a lot of ways, the way the contracts are, you're able to turn over rosters maybe a bit quicker than you are other places and, and implement um, a new style of play. So that's, you know, all those boxes were checked and it's a great opportunity for me to be able to um, use my skill set and, and help build culture in a place and, and be empowered to do so. Love that. Well said. I was going to wait till the end to incorporate some of the fans questions, but I feel like if the topics come up, we'll just pop them in. Got one here from J-T-N-E-H-E-R. And to your point, talking about the roster turnover, said how many players have been signed and when can we expect that the club will start releasing some of those names? Hmm. That's a good question. We're in discussions now. You know, I've been on the job two days, but been looking at tons of players, both um, from last year on the remaining roster and and guys that are c- going to come in anew. I don't. I'm not sure if we have information to to give right now in terms of that. But you know, we have a we have a smaller group that we're starting with, and we're going to build it out from there. So there'll be some uh, guys from last year that we felt were were good parts, were critical parts of the team, good leaders, um, and, and good players that are 
that want to be a part of this project. And we're all kind of really assessing a lot of that right now on the go as we start to build. I went back through what I would think is most of the games within your career in this country. And I didn't see any crossovers against the Charleston battery. Sometimes in open cup, there's some crossovers because of the regional based fixtures. That wasn't the case. What was your knowledge prior to those meetings with Rob and everybody else within the organization that lured you to the Charleston battery of this club, as they mostly say is the oldest club in the United States. Yeah. I played in the tournament that they had maybe it's probably 10 years ago when I first came back and I was playing for Toronto. We played in the preseason tournament and got to know the city. I think spent about a week there training and playing games. So, so yeah, no official matches, but one preseason match I played against them. Um, and generally the USL, like when I think of the USL, I think of the Charleston battery. That's the team that I know that's comes foremost to my head and they have a rich history. Um, did I answer your question? <laughs> no, you nailed it. You're good. You're good. I always pause at the end just to make sure I, I have a used to have a habit of jumping in front of people. And I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that I didn't do that. Um, Connor, let's talk about this with the time off. So you were the interim for the Colorado Rapids that finishes at the end of 2019. Was the decision to step away just not the right fit for you? Did, were you trying to figure out exactly what direction you wanted to go in your career? Did you want to stay in coaching? Did you want to stay in professional coaching? What was that like? Yeah, it was uh, it was a interesting time. So you know, I, I played twenty years, went straight into coaching as an assistant for Pablo Mastroeni at the time, who's now taken over for uh, Salt Lake as his assistant, and you know, started I'd done my coaching courses and started to learn. And you know, unfortunately, he got let go pretty soon into my tenure with him. Um, so, you know, learned from a new person, Steve Cook, which was great. And then another coach came in and I learned from him from two years, coach Hudson. And at that point I took over and we had a successful half of the season, you know, at the club that, um, you know, I'm from Denver and certainly had a big attachment there. And yeah, I, I just felt that I was, I put so much into it, both from the you know playing side and the coaching side. And I felt it was important for me just to take a step back and kind of reassess where I was going, what situations I was in and the best place for me to continue my coaching career. So um, that was really the the big decision behind that. When, when Robin came in, you know, I have so much respect for Robin Fraser. He was a coach when I was a kid, like when I was 19, my first national team camp, he was my roommate at 35. Like I have the ultimate respect for the guy. It was just, uh, it was really a life decision and a timing thing. I wanted to take some time away with my family. I have two children and I felt it was the best time. You know, I was in between jobs. I felt that um, I maybe needed just a little break to reassess things and and to learn too. So, you know, that year, the, the plan was to take a year off to travel. COVID hit. So, you know, that got pushed to two years in terms of us not being able to do some things that we wanted to do before I set back on this path. That is, you know, it's an extremely demanding job being a head coach. It's 100% all the time, every day. And I want to make sure that I had enough energy to give all my my full support to that and, and have my family happy. So it's been in a, I couldn't be happier. And I'm really, ha I'm, I'm just so pleased that I was able to do that. I think it's hard for maybe most people to pull themselves away, but I did. And, uh, and now I was able to take that time to regroup. And then, you know, almost a full year of just so much learning and building on top of what I've already knew and studying these different styles of play and modes of play and leadership skills and, and really just preparing myself. And I felt that I was probably ready to coach maybe about eight months ago, but I've been looking for the right opportunity. Um, and it's taken a bit more time than I expected, but I'm very happy I waited because now I'm in this situation. I'm prepared and I'm in a great club 
um, with a great vision from their ownership group and in a place where I'm able to really take all those skills and affect change in a positive way. Love that, man. God, you know, there's actually for people at home that, uh, that are just listening and not watching the video. One of the PR and front office staff for communications is on. I don't know if you guys could have picked a better one. Very well spoken, by the way. I'm not, not that my opinion matters, obviously, and we'll tell Rob that, but very well said. Um, let's talk Stevie Cook, by the way. Love the cookie reference. Stevie Cook is everywhere, man. That guy is just like, he's Switzerland. He gets along with everyone. He's a friend of the pod. We love him. Um, you named a couple of names in there. Steve Cook. Uh, you talked about Pablo for sure. If I'm not mistaken, getting my dates, you played when you were in uh, Mines, you played for Jurgen. Is that correct? Yeah. Played crossovers. Three years for Jurgen Klopp. Yep. Okay. So in your time off it, studying styles, you know, taking what you guys, and I went back and looked at the roster. I, I mentioned you coming before coming on the roster that was at your fingertips. Then it was an interesting blend. Like Timmy Howard was still there, right? You had youngsters, Cole Bassett that were making appearances. Mm -hmm. Um, Sebastian Anderson as well. Talking about youngsters, Kellen Acosta Mm -hmm. was there. Jack Price was there. So it was an interesting blend. What is your roster in your mind? Obviously we don't know everything yet, but in your mind, what would that compilation of players in the perfect world look like? And stylistically, what can battery fans expect to see from a footballing standpoint? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's, uh, you know, I see the ball, the, the game very much um, vertically and attack aggressive, compact and vertical. So those are the three things. And it's very much a transition based game, just much like the Ralph Rangnicks. And, you know, I, I played for Ralph Rangnick as well, which is he's the, you know, he's now at Manchester, but he had his um, his upstart with Red Bull and Hoffenheim. And the whole idea about that is transition. It's about having speed and having strength and having good runners and having compact shape and reacting and trying to score as quickly as possible. So we're looking for very good athletes that have good reactions and good mentality that can run. And I'm not somebody that wants to pass the ball around and keep possession. That's not how I see the game. I want to score as quickly as we can. I want to do it with good shape and I I want it to be fast. And so that's the kind of players that we're looking for to build that type of team. Love that. Uh, support staff, any assistant coaches in mind, anybody in the talk so far, any hints that you can give? Uh, no hints, but yeah, it's uh, that's, it's such an integral part is getting good people and experienced people into the building to help. Uh, you know, it's, as a head coach, I have my ideas, but it's so important to have a culture and that culture is the people that are in the building. So I'm taking a lot of care and time to make sure I get the right hires. I do have, you know, I have a lot of people in mind, very uh, skilled people, and I just kind of have to slowly narrow it down and see what makes most sense. But I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping to have my staff figured out in the next week or two so that we can start planning players and, you know, the season comes quick. So, um, you know, it's all hands on deck right now. For the people at home that don't know, the the footballing world is the biggest, smallest universe, right? If you don't know the person next to you, six degrees of separation, you've sat at a table with someone that does, right? For sure. In in that conversation, comment, whatever you want to call it there, who would you currently carry a relationship within the championship that, to your point, maybe not overly familiar with some teams that maybe you would lean on and ask, hey, like, you know, what, what has this team been like historically or what can I expect to see out of this? Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's a few head coaches that are head coaches now that I have relationships with and have texted, but not quite you know, had time to have full conversations with, um, you know, Brendan Burke, 
who's at the Springs now. He was in Philadelphia when I was there. You know, I really respect the job that he did at Bethlehem and now this year. Uh, Danny Cruz has took over for um, Hackworth in Louisville, and he, we played as well in Philadelphia together. Uh, Danny Stone I coached with um, at the Rapids. He's now the assistant at uh, Phoenix. Uh, Steve Cook, who, you know, was a long time in the, in the league. Um, Landon, who obviously everyone knows and is such a, you know, uh, incredible name and coaching in the USL. I haven't had a chance to talk to him, but for, for sure, we'll reach out and, and pick his brain a bit. Um, you know, Tim Howard owns the Memphis. And so there's a lot of guys that are, that are involved that I have relationships with. And, and Steve Toronto is a very good friend of mine. He's, he was with Las Vegas last year. So, yeah, you know, in terms of, uh, I guess maybe the, familiarity with some of the players is the biggest gap that I'm going through now, looking at a lot of players that maybe I um, wouldn't have known before and assessing all those as quickly as we can and slowly gathering information about the league. Although I, I, you know, I did a lot of that background before coming to interview with, with the battery. We're speaking with Connor Casey, former Jesus. I mean, we could run through it, man. It's Bundesliga. It's MLS. You know, it's, it's the rapids. It's the union, the crew U S men's national team. I wanted to ask you this selfishly in terms of accomplishments with a club, were you, did you have a title, you know, gold cup champ, obviously was that the biggest title for you? Was it winning MLS cup? Was it a personal one when you were um, on best 11? Like, was there something that stuck out to you throughout your entire career that meant more than the others? Well, the MLS cup for the hometown team was, yeah, that was for sure. The highlight of my career, being able to bring it home at the age I was, and you know, the season that we had, it's such a difficult thing, you know, in American sports, once you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. And, you know, we, we were the last place team in the opposite conference and we ended up winning it. So, yeah, I mean, that was just an amazing experience. And when I was a bit younger, 20s, we, I was in the, I had been loaned out to Hanover 96, which at the time Ralph Rangnick was the coach of that team. And we got promotion from the second division to the first division. And, you know, to see a city that had been in the second division for so long and just what that did to the city and the people there was, uh, was it was also very special. Almost done, coach. A um, couple fans questions here. One of them. <laughs> do you like shrimp and grits? And also, do you like pulled pork with mustard-based barbecue sauce? Yes, to both. And I think when I came into town, um, I wasn't in town two hours. This is about two weeks ago. And I think I'd already had about 18 oysters by the time <laughs> I was there for about two and a half hours. So I'm very excited for the seafood, yes. Literally, as we're speaking, uh, everybody at home, this is Tuesday, December 21st. It's 1.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As I am talking to you, on Twitter, I'm getting notifications that your supporters group, the regiment for the Charleston Battery, are actually, and I quote, making a definitive food guide for Coach and his family. They have listed off establishments and food that you need to eat at said locations. So I think you're in good hands there. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Another one interesting from Drew on Target said, I read somewhere that his mom was the originator of the term soccer mom. Would he be willing to expand on that? That is correct. Yes. Yes, my lovely mother, She's uh, she ran for city councilwoman, and her slogan was the soccer mom. So she is considered the original soccer mom that used that for political purposes. Well said. Good for you. Yes. Uh, last one for me, selfishly, before we get you out of here, Connor. What are the expectations in the first year? You know, we see a lot of expansion franchises come in. 
I'm not, I'm not saying you're an expansion franchise. I'm getting there. We've seen expansion franchises come in and really struggle. We've seen teams that have had the history behind them, not exactly as much of the Charleston battery has, and I'm getting there and they've been up, they've been down. The Charleston battery have had Mike Anhauser as an ever present since he was a player, then an assistant, then a head coach. What is it like for you as an individual to step into a situation like that, where you've got an owner that believes in this club, They've had some rebranding recently. They've got good players. The lineage is there. But to step in for someone like a Mike Anhauser, that can't be an easy ask. No, no. So for, first, I just want to say um, how much respect I have for Mike and what he's what he's built and what he's done there. You know, I know what it's like to be part of a club for a very long time and how much of your, you know, your heart and soul goes into it. And, you know, I think that the club has a, has a huge thank you for what he's done for both the players, the club and, and the city, you know, it's um, no small shoes to fill for sure. Um, but I think it needs to be noted what he's given to the club for sure. It's, uh, you know, change is never necessarily easy, uh, but in this case, I think it's the right moment and I couldn't be more excited to be the leader that they've chosen. Um, in terms of expectations, you know, I'm a process guy, so I, I don't like to get caught up too much. Obviously, you know, we want to be one of the top teams and everybody says that we want to be in the playoffs. We want to be competing for championships. So yes, hundred percent. But you know, my focus is on the daily and again, being process oriented, working with the players every day to improve them. And I don't like to get caught up in long-term goals too much because I think the day-to-day is where you make your, that's where you make your wins and losses. Peter in the front office will tell you this in communications. I'm a big fashion guy. What are we wearing on the sideline before I let you go? Are we are we polo? Are we are we are we suit? Are we no? Button? What are we doing there? No suit. I'm not really sure yet. Some okay. probably a collared shirt, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see what the feel is. You know, I, I like being a coach and wearing a hat, but also I haven't really decided yet. We'll, we'll kind of have to see. I'll take uh, I'll take some suggestions. Maybe a suggestion box. We'll put a poll out and we'll see what the uh, club circles back around with. We'll, yeah. we'll put we'll pair it alongside the food pairings that are coming your way. Ah, that'll work. It's perfect. Outfits, outfits, outfits with food. Like it. Love that. Awesome. That is Connor Casey from the Charleston Battery. Coach, grateful for your time. Thank you so much and best of luck this year. Thank you very much. Nice chatting with you.